Hello everyone, Neil Patel here. Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Indian Startup Show. So today I speak to Ashim Roy. Um, he is the founder of CardioTrack. It's a disruptive healthcare diagnostics company that is making heart healthcare more accessible and efficient. I talk about how the device actually works. His long entrepreneurial career so far. He talks about the difficulties of building an IoT startup. He also talks about getting out of the corporate life. Um, he talks about the joy of saving lives. And finally, he talks about his love of cooking. So please enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, Ashim. Uh, thank you for coming on the Indian Startup Show today. Thank you, Neil. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Please tell the listeners what you're building. Uh, we are building a cardiovascular disease diagnostic platform. Mm -hmm. uh, in India, the problem seems to be that, or actually in many countries, uh, cardiovascular diseases have become the number one killer. And uh, what we have found is that outside of the urban centers, you know, let's say top 20 cities in India, mm. the availability of proper diagnostic as well as intervention for cardiovascular diseases is very poor. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we are trying to solve. Mm -hmm. And what have you actually built then? Okay, so uh, our solution is, uh, uh, you may know, and many of your listeners may know about cardiovascular diseases mm -hmm. and first, uh, first diagnostic uh, device that is available for cardiovascular diseases is uh, a ECG machine. Yeah. Uh, we have built a digital 12-lead ECG machine, which is handheld. It's the size of your smartphone. Uh, the information gets displayed on a uh, on a, a smartphone. Uh, uh, when it's captured by the device, it gets uh, sent from the device via Bluetooth over to a smartphone. Uh, that's where we uh, display the information. We are completely paperless. Mm -hmm. And from there, the information goes to the cloud where we do interpretation based on a AI interpretation engine that we have. And uh, that information then comes back to the primary care physician. And as through this process, we are able to complete the diagnosis in less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And can you share some stats? Uh, you know, how are things going? Yes. So we started this activity in, uh, back in 2015. Uh, we launched the product uh, in tail end of 2015. And since then, uh, we have deployed uh, 500 of these units mm -hmm. uh, in India, in Indonesia, Myanmar, and Mexico, largely. Mm -hmm. And there are some few trials going on in Africa and some other countries, but these are the main uh, locations where we have deployment as of right now. Mm -hmm. And has that surprised you when you first launched in 2015? Uh, well, I mean, we were surprised by the fact that there was nothing like this available. Mm -hmm. uh, when we did our research in terms of, we were actually working with a group of uh, medical researchers at uh, a hospital called St. John's, uh, John's Hospital in Bangalore, which is very well known for a uh, variety of different uh, medical activities, mm -hmm. healthcare activities. And uh, what we found out is that there is not much available in terms of a early stage diagnostic solution, mm -hmm. particularly for primary care physicians. So that's what got us involved in this. And then we did the research, found out that according to WHO, about 60 million people in India, which is a pretty large number. If you think about it, uh, you know, combined uh, population of many countries in Europe. Mm. Uh, and yet so many people have cardiovascular diseases in India and they are not able to get to a diagnostic center or for intervention because uh, the early diagnosis and prevention doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And what were the early days like? Obviously, you started in 2015. 
and launched at the oh, end of 2015. Uh, we must have some stories to share. Yeah, yeah, lots of stories to share. So uh, we actually, once we got started, uh, we found out that uh, there's a lot of hesitation among the doctors about using technologies like these mm. uh, because they're not used to it. Uh, secondly, what we found out is that uh, when we did our first set of trials at at a very rural clinic, mm. uh, that was a that's a very interesting story. In fact, uh, it's probably useful for many people, uh, many of your listeners. Mm. Uh, so what happened is that we gave um, some of our devices to uh, primary care centers mm. uh, across the country, and we wanted to see what the feedback is. And uh, after some initial uh, you know, training, etc. Some of these people started using it. Mm. One of the doctors I reached out after about two months, he was using the device. So we knew, and we knew that because all the data came to our website, mm. our server, and we could see that he was using it. And all of a sudden he stopped using it. So I called him up and asked him what happened. He said that, you know, you have given me something really fantastic. I really like the device that you have. It allows me to diagnose a lot of patients. But uh, last week a patient died. Mm. And I said, how did that happen? Uh, and he said that, okay, well, what happened is that uh, I had diagnosed a patient with uh, a critical heart condition and I had suggested to her family, she was 70 years old, and I suggested to her family that she should be taken to a district hospital immediately and uh, they just couldn't afford the intervention. So as a result of that, they didn't do anything and she passed away and, uh, and he stopped using it. Uh, so, uh, so then after some more conversation, I found out that in the process of using the device over a period of two months, he actually had saved three lives already. Oh, right. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, I told him that this is not so bad. In fact, if you look at the number of lives that you're saving compared to someone you could not save, it's a great benefit to the society. society. So why don't you continue using it? And uh, after some conversation, he agreed that actually... Uh, he should continue to use it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that gave us the idea that, yes, there is a use for the device and there is a benefit that we bring to the society uh, from these kinds of products. Mm -hmm. okay. Excellent. And how long did it take to build the first prototype? Uh, it took us quite some time. In fact, the, although I said that the uh, company got started in 2015, but uh, activity has started back uh, in uh, tail end of 2013, oh, okay. uh, although not formally incorporated, we were trying out many different ideas. So it took us uh, about two and a half years before we actually launched our first product. Mm -hmm. Is this your first startup then? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, actually, uh, just to give you a little bit of my background, I was born in India. I went to school here. Then I went to Australia to do my PhD. Mm -hmm. I worked there for a couple of years. Then I went to Canada. And finally, I spent 20 years in US and I came back to India. Mm -hmm. What I realized is that, uh, and while I was in India, uh, I realized that there is a lot of gap in the healthcare. Mm -hmm. I don't come from healthcare background. I come from telecom background. Mm -hmm. But uh, I realized that there is a lot of gap and as a result of there's a lot of opportunity to improve healthcare mm -hmm. and uh, that's what we are trying to do this is my third startup mm -hmm. and what did you learn from the first two startups oh uh, okay so uh, first two startups were in us mm -hmm. so as a result of that that experience is very different mm -hmm. and they were not in they were in telecom space they were not in healthcare uh, what i'm realizing is that uh, although there are a lot of opportunities in healthcare Healthcare is a very regulated market. So as a result of that, uh, we have to be a lot more cautious in terms of developing and 
uh, you know, marketing the product or taking a product to the market. So uh, the development and testing cycle is a lot longer in case of healthcare mm-hmm. compared to other products. Mm-hmm. Uh, and India is a really uh, interesting crucible of innovation at the moment because there is so much going on in healthcare. Uh, you may have heard of Modi Care, for example, mm-hmm. where uh, starting next week, uh, 500 million people will have hospitalization insurance mm-hmm. uh, provided to them, uh, and that's uh, that's a that's a really amazing thing, mm-hmm. you know. And for those kinds of st- schemes to be successful, it's really important that uh, there's a lot more attention to preventive care, mm-hmm. and that's the space we are in. Uh, we are trying to identify patients early so that they can be treated using medication. Uh, uh, so that reduces the load on the uh, insurance company because uh, the insurance payment happens when the patients end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Uh, how, how are you funding the business then? Uh, so uh, we try to raise money here. Yep. Uh, initially, we were funding it, uh, as I told you, that we see during the early uh, year and a half to almost two years, uh, we were funding it ourselves okay. uh, between two founders. Uh, and then uh, at the beginning of 2015, we found our first investors in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that got us started. And uh, we ended up, doing, ended up doing the product launch towards end of 2015. Uh, and subsequently, we have raised more money from other sources uh, in India as well as outside of India. Mm-hmm. These are largely HNI type of investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we are getting ready to expand uh, or at least do sales uh, acceleration. Mm-hmm. So for which we will need some serious amounts of funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will only come from institutional investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how we have been growing ourselves. Mm-hmm. How are you finding that process of raising, you know, big amounts of money? Uh, uh, raising money is always tough, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in healthcare where it takes long time to mm-hmm. uh, for the product to mature and uh, as well as, you know, take a product to market and a product to mature and a lot of people feel comfortable about using the product. But I'm pretty confident that we will uh, get through this round of funding, uh, which we are trying to do right now, because uh, the thing that has happened, which is good for us, is that uh, not only some marquee names have come our way in terms of being our customers, uh, organizations like Columbia Asia, Paris Hospitals, they are very large hospitals in India, mm. and uh, they have uh, they have started using our product. So, uh, which is a good thing. And in addition to that, also we are finding that uh, given our current sales traction, uh, we can show how we have been growing. Mm -hmm. So as a result of that, uh, I feel that uh, we should be able to get the funding done. Mm -hmm. So so in your your experience, uh, what should first-time founders be focusing on then? Uh, Okay, so I think it's very important to... uh, uh, focus on the market, mm. um, the market need, and identify unmet needs, mm. uh, particularly. But uh, in addition to identifying unmet needs, uh, there is a very key issue here: is that ability of the market to pay for the product. Mm. There may be some unmet needs. However, if uh, there are not sufficient number of people who are willing to pay for such a product or a solution, mm-hmm. excellent. Okay. And did you ever doubt yourself? 
yes, many times uh, as we go through ups and downs of uh, our business, uh, we do uh, question ourselves many times, uh, and and we have found that uh, you know not every time we are right. Take for example, when we launched our product for the first time and we took it to the primary care physicians, uh, soon we found out that primary care physicians in India didn't have the ability to pay for the product like this. So as a result of that, uh, yes, we had a question mark against whether such a product would be viable in India, but we also knew that there is a need. So we had to solve the business problem in terms of identifying who the buyer would be, who would be willing to pay for the product like this. And that's when I told you earlier is that in our case, the user and the buyer are different. Mm. And uh, we started with the assumption that user and buyer would be one and the same, mm. but uh, that's not necessarily the case all the time. Mm-hmm. And once we were able to identify that as an opportunity, uh, we actually started getting a lot more traction on the sales side. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems a lot of startups do fail, uh, and you're still going. Uh, you know, wh- why? Why do you think that is? Uh, okay, so uh, if you look at the startup scenario in India or anywhere else, uh, you know, the general trend or general statistic is that ninety-five plus plus percent of the startups will fail, right? Uh, and uh, the more adaptive ones, I think it's the survival of the most adaptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that uh, technology by itself is not really the key here. It's the ability to solve a problem that is there in the market mm. and that others have not solved. So if you are able to identify those opportunities, uh, whether you have a great technology or not, you still would do very, very well. Mm. Uh, the, it's really the idea is not to just get hung up on the, okay, we have the greatest technology and it should sell. Uh, That's not necessarily the case. Uh, The issue is that are we solving a real problem uh, and people are willing to pay for that solution. Excellent. Okay. So, so hardware startups are very hard. Uh, What's the hardest bit about your, what you're doing? Uh, okay, so uh, there are a bunch of things uh, uh, which are very difficult. Mm. Uh, take, for example, uh, you know, the mindset of cardiologists or, uh, you know, I'll give you a simple example where a lot of the cardiologists we spoke with initially, they felt that we are out to get their job <laughs> or, you know, uh, we are actually taking away their business. That's, you know, definitely not the intent. Our intent was misunderstood because our intent is to make their life easier and uh, more efficiently use their time. Uh, by doing the AI interpretation, uh, we are actually saving them time rather than uh, you know taking away the jobs. And as it is, uh, with 10,000 cardiologists and 60 million people with cardiovascular illnesses, uh, cardiologists at any point in time, you know, in foreseeable future, uh, are not you know going out of business for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, that has to be understood. You know, people have to start looking at the solution and understand what we are trying to do and how we are helping them. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they understand that, I think the uh, adoption becomes better. Mm-hmm. And what advice would you give to anyone wanting to do a IoT or hardware startup? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is a tough one because. 
uh, IIT hard of st- hardware startup in India is really tough mm. uh, for multiple reasons. Even though the government talks about make in India and so on, uh, the infrastructure point of view and support point of view, uh, we really lack. You know, uh, if you compare our product versus uh, some of the products coming out of China, mm. uh, uh, the source material uh, cost is at least 30% or 35% lower in China. Mm. So as a result of that, they have a significant advantage compared to us. And uh, and until those kinds of issues are addressed, uh, what happens is that we have a uh, disadvantage being a Indian company developing a product in India mm. and uh, trying to manufacture in India. Manufacturing infrastructure here is not that well set up. There are good manufacturing companies here. Mm. Uh, that, there's no doubt about it. But in terms of source, source material, which is mostly important, in our case, 99% of the components are all imported. Mm. Uh, is uh, you know We have the cost burden, mm. uh, which is uh, setting us... You know, it makes it difficult for us to go and justify our prices uh, in front of a customer. Actually, actually you mentioned Mexico and Indonesia. Um, yes. Did, why, why those two countries? <laughs> did, they, did they come to you okay. or did you go to them? Uh, okay, so uh, uh, both, actually. Okay. In case of, uh, I'll take the Mexico as an example. What happened is that we met with those folks uh, at a uh, trade conference. And uh, one thing led to another, and they wanted to try out the product, uh, and that's what happened there. In case of uh, Indonesia, uh, we got the initial lead through one of our investors, and uh, once we started working with them, they realized that we had a value to add to their portfolio of products. So as a result of that, we actually found a distributor uh, who already has experience in medtech mm. and uh, we started working with them so these two work out uh, you know that kind of that was the arrangement with each of those uh, organizations mm-hmm. you mentioned your career uh, was it was it tough to walk away from a you know a successful career in america yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so i came back to india uh, beginning of 2007 uh, for personal reasons uh, but uh, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of walking away from a successful career, I actually was prepared for, I was preparing myself for something like this. Mm. I knew that there is a huge demand or huge need, unmet need, particularly in the rural areas for better health tech solutions. And so uh, I feel that I have made the right decisions mm. uh, in terms of uh, getting out of the corporate life and trying to do something mm. which actually will be uh, very, very useful in the Indian context in the long run. Uh, but the short term, there are difficulties. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I would be. Uh, you know, I would admit that there are uh, challenges on a day-to-day basis in terms of funding and trying to find customers, trying to break into, uh, you know, uh, government uh, uh, organizations mm. to solve the problem at the primary care level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, I think that India is a very, very interesting market when it comes. To to healthcare mm-hmm. but because there's so much going on in India. But how, how do you transition from tele- telecommunications to healthcare then? Okay, so uh, the uh, my co-founder, he comes from a medical electronics oh, background. Right. Uh, and then we had our set of advisors, as I mentioned to you earlier, is that we were working with St. John's. Uh, they, they are totally into healthcare, mm-hmm. although they are in tertiary care. Uh, but uh, so we had... A uh, lot of help from our advisors mm-hmm. uh, regarding uh, how we could 
take things forward uh, what are the specific things we should be looking at from uh, product point of view mm-hmm. what are the key features and so on so we did get some help uh, along the way uh, when we did the transition mm-hmm. And as a founder, then obviously you have to do know everything: <laughs> sales, marketing, hiring, firing, etc. How do you how do you learn all that? Well, I have done that before. Uh, I have been in startups uh, for the past fifteen plus years. So, uh, startup is some uh, you know it's not new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to this, I was country head for a US based startup in India, mm-hmm. and we had a pretty large organization here. Uh, so, as a result of that, uh, I did. Uh, and and also in us prior to that also i i was part of startup companies in us so i have been living and breathing startups for quite some time mm-hmm. and uh, so this is startup is not new to me mm-hmm. uh, what is new to me uh, is that indian context and the healthcare mm-hmm. uh, for which we did get a lot of help from other people mm-hmm. and what's the best thing about uh, being a founder then of a startup uh the best thing uh is the joy of seeing uh lives being saved mm-hmm. uh we get so many reports uh, you know over the year you know 3 years that uh, we have been shipping the product uh we probably have taken ecg scans of about 60000 plus people mm-hmm. and uh, i would be very uh, confidently tell you i'll very confidently tell you that about 1600 or maybe even more than that have people uh, been in the critical state when we actually did the diagnosis uh, not we the primary care physician did the diagnosis using our product and those are the lives uh, we have saved uh, so i feel that we have contributed to the society in some meaningful way uh, uh, through this startup mm-hmm. how, how do you motivate yourself then is it is it the fact that you're saving people's lives then or are you motivated by money or you know so as is see the thing is that when i was uh, when i was part of a cor- large corporate uh, what i realized is that there is an unmet need particularly in the tier 2 tier 3 cities uh, which i had visited and some rural areas i had the opportunity to visit mm. and every place i found that there is a need for better healthcare mm. uh, solution and i think uh, bringing uh, information technology to solve some of the uh, healthcare uh, requirements in india Uh, is the best way to address the problem because we are a country of 1.3 billion people and not yet enough uh, hospitals or uh, enough uh, cardiologists or in, even enough uh, primary care physicians mm-hmm. so unless technology comes in to solve the, these problems it will be very difficult to have healthcare for everyone mm-hmm. so democratizing healthcare is really a key requirement and yet uh, and, and that actually creates a lot of opportunities for companies like us mm-hmm. uh, what's 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 the, uh, obviously you've had a long career what's what's the most surprising thing about your entrepreneurial journey so far uh so i kept hearing that uh, you know entrepreneurship is tough and uh, it's all the hard work that you put in and there is very little uh, to do with uh, luck but i actually uh, begin to think now uh, looking back for the uh, over the last 3 years that we have been doing this thing on our own uh, i feel that we have been extremely lucky at times when uh, there's no other hope left mm. all of a sudden something happens which uh, took us to the next part of the journey you know when we were almost running out of funds ourselves 
uh, tail end of 2014, beginning of 2015, we actually managed to get funded. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing has happened uh, more than once. And so I don't, I can't uh, tell you, I mean, I, I have to tell you that there is an element of luck. Mm-hmm. And I feel extremely lucky that uh, we find those uh, really uh, interesting junctures at which someone comes along the way all of a sudden out of the blue and helps us out, mm. uh, which has been very, very pleasant for us. Mm-hmm. And what qualities do you think entrepreneurs should have then? I think the passion is the most important thing in entrepreneurship. If you are not passionate about what you're doing, uh, you're not going to be able to uh, have this journey and uh, and be able to apply yourself to deliver the best that you can deliver. Mm-hmm. Last few questions then. Um, and what was what would you say is the vision of the company then? So uh, th- there's only one thing that we are focusing on. Uh, we have been focusing on from the beginning that I would like to s- say that in next several years, uh, you know, we save million lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we have saved more than thousand for mm-hmm. sure, uh, but it's long ways from a million lives saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we are able to successfully deploy uh, this product at uh, far reaches of the country, uh, that goal is uh, not very difficult to achieve because uh, we know that uh, about uh, three, three and a half million people die every year from cardiovascular illnesses in India. Mm. And if we are able to contribute uh, in a positive way to solve that problem, we are well along the way of uh, achieving that uh, goal of million lives saved. I wonder what cardio track would look like in like 20 years time then? Ah, that is uh, that, that's a very tough question. I, I don't think it'll look anything like what we have today. Uh, absolutely not like whatever we have. Current day, we have a solution which is, um, uh, you know, we deploy at the primary care clinics. I, I think 20 years from now, it will be a solution uh, that is available in some form, available at home uh, to... Uh, you know, not everyone, but many, many people will have a solution that is connected and that uh, that automatically informs uh, their uh, primary care physician or their hospital uh, when they should come for a checkup uh, if there is a need. Uh, so uh, that's the direction that we are heading. I think uh, if you look at the wellness products like Apple Watch and so on, or Fitbit and things like that, uh, there is a there will be a continuum between the wellness products and clinical products that we have. Uh, clinical products are, uh, you know, more accurate, is more detailed in uh, their observation of the patient. And with the technology improving every year, uh, what we expect, what I expect is that uh, clinical solutions at a very much lower cost uh, will be available to patients directly. Mm-hmm. Cool. And do you have any like business heroes, pe- people you admire? Uh, yes, uh, many. Uh, uh, I would uh, say that Andy Grove, uh, who was the chairman of uh, Intel uh, uh, a number of years ago, uh, he's uh, definitely a uh, has been a visionary, uh, and I look uh, look up to him. Uh, and I've read his books, and I feel that he has contributed in a very very positive way to where the technology is today in terms of computing and uh, computer science and, and software technologies. Mm-hmm. And do you have any hobbies and interests? Yes, uh, I do enjoy cooking. Okay. Uh, what, what do you uh, cook? I, I don't like dry... 
Oh, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, I mean, uh, I, uh, I I enjoy making salad dressing, for okay. example. Uh, that's one of the uh, things that I do. Uh, I've been doing lately, mm. uh, and uh, so uh, you know, I, I see that five years from now, probably uh, I will uh, start supplying salad dressing <laughs> to many of my friends. Okay, nice, excellent. Uh, any sort of flavors? Any names you could give us of the salad dressing? Uh, 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 okay, so uh, you know it, it has to be mixture of uh, spicy and tasty. Yeah. So, uh, so sesame is a common uh, thread there. Okay, uh, habanero is another common thread there in terms of I use habaneros quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I use sesame quite a lot. Uh, so uh, those are the in- ingredients that I use mm-hmm. in terms of making the salad dressing. But uh, yeah, I enjoy doing that. I look forward to a, a, a taste perhaps in, in the near f- future. Yes. You mentioned America. What impressed you most about you know life in America? Uh, okay, so uh, meritocracy is, uh, I would say, is the best thing that I experienced mm-hmm. uh, when I was in uh, U.S., uh, because uh, I feel that uh, there are so many uh, migrants in U.S., uh, although uh, that situation may not be so good right now for uh, for many migrants, but uh, I felt that I was treated based on uh, what I uh, delivered, mm. and as a result of that, I was able to advance my career uh, while I was there. Uh, I don't know whether that Thing continues today. Mm-hmm. I think, by and large, it should continue. There are political situation which is uh, very different today now, uh, and that is sad, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know such a situation exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was there, I certainly felt uh, really uh, uh, excited about working on so many different types of technologies and being able to progress my career uh, in a country which is uh, which is not my uh, you know, where I was not born. Excellent. Last question then, for people who want more information on Cardio Track, what must they do? Uh, yes, uh, two things. Uh, come to our website, yeah. cardiotrack.io. Uh, uh, so that's the name of the website, uh, C-A-R-D-I-O-T-R-A-C-K dot I-O. Uh, my email address is ashim.roy, A-S-H-I-M dot R-O-Y at cardiotrack.io. Uh, and of course, uh, they can also send an email to info at cardiotrack.io and then we'll be happy to send information to them. Ashim, thank you for coming to the show today. Neil, thanks very much for the opportunity. Brilliant. I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks to Ashim for coming on the show today and for more information, go to cardiotrack.io. Thank you for supporting the podcast and I shall be back next week. Building something really exciting, please send me an email, hello at neopotel.co or tweet at indianstartupsh or go to facebook.com forward slash indianstartupshow. Love to connect. Thank you and goodbye.